0: Gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble.
1: Ready for this? Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. This is Sean here. I'm here with Adam, Neil, and Wes tonight. And special guest Caitlin is with us tonight. Woo-woo! Our new technical Woo! advisor or social media influencer. So all these TikToks you've been seeing here lately is at her discretion and her creation. So fun, fun. Welcome to have that in. Tonight we're going to be talking about NBA free agency and NCAA realignment. Two
2: hot topics, Kurt. Yeah,
1: and wasn't supposed to be the original topic, but like, it's kind of one of those things we have to talk about what's new, right? And speaking of what's new, Adam, why don't you warm us up? So we're going to go around
3: the corner, not just corner to corner. We're outside the box. Mm -hmm. So we record on Tuesdays. We do. Sometime. Except Except this week. week, It's Wednesday. (laughs) We've kind of kept up with the sports headlines throughout the week. KD, we're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about the realignment. Brittany Griner is terrified.
2: She is terrified.
3: And Baker Mayfield is free from Cleveland. Take it wherever you want.
2: Well, I think let's talk about Brittany Griner. Right. Brittany Griner, if you don't know, is a WNBA superstar. Okay. She plays in the offseason in Russia, which is my first point. Why the heck does she have to play in Russia because the WNBA doesn't pay their athletes comparable to the NBA? Now, with that being said, she still makes pretty good money in the WNBA, okay? She is, I would venture to say, the highest-paid WNBA player.
1: She's probably up there for sure.
2: So... I'm not entirely sure why she feels the need that she has to supplement her income, but nonetheless, she does. So she went to uh, Russia to play uh, ball in the off season. Two million a year. Million. Breadman says two million a year. It's not a bad salary. Listen, they could pay me the Los Angeles Sparks or Phoenix Mercury or whoever she plays for can pay, can pay me $2 million a year.
0: Side note, I'm surprised that they're, after the USA Soccer just did the equal pay for men and women, I'm surprised the WNBA doesn't sit down, um, have a pause, go on strike to make sure that they do the same thing. Um, and maybe that's coming
1: well, that was one of the things that we that Neil and I talked about yesterday when i when I kind of brought this up was is that where we're headed now because if they're, they're not going back to Russia that's for sure and at this point she might not get out of Russia right I mean, Russia's smart <laughs> they want to trade right. they they want a, they want a prisoner swap of course. All we're getting is a basketball player back. They're wanting a freaking undercover agent, you know, a spy. You know, there's not, there's, we're not getting a basketball player back. It's in not apples to
2: apples. Right. No. Well, and, and, you know, it's, it's, to, to piggyback off that, you have some of these other players who try to do this. Well, what she got in trouble for was she had a vape that had a vial or two of hash ish. Not even sure it's 100% hash, marijuana, whatever. That is illegal in Russia.
1: But it was the THC part is what broke... It wasn't the fact that she had marijuana. It was the THC part that apparently was the illegal part.
2: And she's finding out firsthand that even prison systems, okay, they're crappy here in America. But at least you're still in America. Right. You're now a... Celebrity American that is locked up in prison in Russia
1: in the middle of a war.
2: I can't imagine how scary that is. Yeah, Wes made a good point the other day. I'm not sure how much Russia is going to be willing to work with us because the war you just talked about, we have sent lots of aid to Ukraine.
1: Not to mention the fact that everybody's quit buying their oil from them.
2: So, I mean, (laughs) I mean, I think this is, I know that, um, as of today. President Biden had received her letter cuz she cuz she wrote him a letter. She had re, or he he had received the letter and he'd read it. Yeah. I think he spoke with Brittany Griner's wife about and uh, reading the letter and that he's working on it.
1: Yeah.
2: I can't imagine this thing moves fast.
1: Well, in in President Biden's defense, he cannot address this with just ease because if he does, then we're going to turn around and every time there's a famous athlete, a a country is going to grab one of them and they're like, well, this gives us a direct path to the president. So he can't really jump in there on that. Right. Right?
2: It is a very touchy situation.
1: And and without getting political, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's not what we do. We're just talking about the, the actual thing that's going on right now. But you have a lot of people that are not Uh, defending her, and are not feeling sorry for her because she was basically the female Colin Kaepernick. She was kneeling at the National Anthems, talked about how bad the... the, She basically talked
2: about how bad America was. (laughs) Right,
1: and now all of a sudden, it it ain't so bad after all.
2: She's found out quickly that, you know, I may not agree with things that go on in America but it's pretty nice over there. It,
1: well, it that's the great thing about America is she has the right to do the things to do those did. things. People don't realize how great America is even though we all complain about this these types of things it's what makes America great,
2: right? Is that we have the right, right. and the ability to complain about these things, yeah. and when we complain about them, we're not thrown in prison.
1: We we talked about during our conversation yesterday Saudi Arabia come up, mm-hmm. and we talked about what what the WWE has done for women's for rights. women's rights in Saudi Arabia. Five years ago, when they started going over there, there were no women on the show, right? Because the women were not allowed to perform. Ben, Four years ago. You wound up getting one female match. They were dressed from head to toe. Their heads weren't covered, but top to bottom, T-shirts, sweatpants. Well, and they even and had T-shirts year,
2: on. They had long sleeves and yep. T-shirts on over yep. top that.
1: This past year, they were in wrestling attire, still fully covered, but it was wrestling attire. Right, and now
2: there was, what was, I think eight women were on the card this past yes. time. Yeah, They're now on billboards in Saudi Arabia I think that's one of the things, you know. You can say a lot of terrible things about Vince McMahon. The things he's doing for women's rights in in places like Saudi Arabia that women are treated as property. You're not really a person. You belong to your husband. If you're not married, you belong to your father. Like right. you're property over there. So the things that the WWE is doing for women's rights in places like Saudi Arabia, I think isn't talked about enough and it's and it's and it's great. But this to to bring it back to Britney Griner. I don't think this is this is a short term thing. Like I think she's in for the long haul. I yeah. I can't see Russia, you know, coming off their asking price. And as you said, I don't think the United States can meet them because then it becomes, oh, who's over here that we can that we can snag now because this will get us directly to the president?
1: Perfect segue. Speaking of coming off their asking price, the the, the Browns finally Decided to go ahead and move Baker Mayfield. I mean, they and the way I read it was a fifth round with a potential of a fourth. Right? It's a yep.
2: conditional pick. Yeah. Uh, it's basically a jug of Gatorade, like a cooler of Gatorade.
3: But the big thing is, Carolina's picking up part of the pay tab. Part of it. Part of it. Which now, they don't
1: normally do,
2: right? They're picking, it's 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 roughly fifteen
3: million, and I think yeah. Carolina's
2: picking up five, and Cleveland's going to pay ten. I
3: thought Carolina was. Paying ten and a half. I
2: think it's. I think it's flipped. I think Carolina's paying the paying the smaller portion. Well, I'll double check while we're talking. Carolina
1: had to do this yep. right because if they like Carolina or Seattle, one of them two teams was going to start Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Now Seattle is trying to sell it on the fact that they're okay with Drew Locke, but he's right now ranked number thirtieth. Out of the 30 starting quarterbacks in the league.
2: So it says, real quick, on ESPN.com, this is from Jake Trotter, ESPN staff writer. The Panthers will pay $4.85 million of Mayfield's salary. The Browns will pick up the ten point five.
1: Okay. So. I mean, that's a steal. Uh, well,
2: yeah, because they get Baker Mayfield, a former number one draft pick, yeah. who's, who automatically is their best quarterback.
1: Which, by the way, Wes, your comment on the app today about them doing about um, –
0: Oh, the commercials that he does when he's yeah. in Brown Stadium—he lives there, technically. Yes. Yeah. I don't, what company is that for? Progressive. Yeah. Right? It's for it's Progressive. Progressive. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they should show him in a moving truck and decorating the new uh, Carolina. That Panther would stadium. be
1: absolute gold.
3: I mean, it would absolute gold. Yeah. Well, Progressive—we're full of ideas.
0: I was going to say, <laughs> well, Progressive
2: has a great like cr- creative team. They come up yeah. with some fantastic commercials. What's the impact of Baker Mayfield to the Panthers?
3: I think it makes Carolina a contender in the South. Do you no. think so? I, I do. I mean... Because other than Tampa. Other than we, Tampa, we, Tampa. Baker's mad. Ba- Baker's He's a bad. dog. Yeah. Baker's mad. I, I love Baker.
1: <laughs> He's a <laughs> dog. 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 He was a dog. <laughs> Did you hear that? He's a man? dog. He's a dog. <laughs> no. It's funny.
2: Breadman and I have this ongoing joke about people being dogs. I call them dogs. He doesn't like he be, and then of course, there's a former guy that played at Kentucky that now plays at Tampa Bay, unfortunately, that uh, Mike Edwards. And uh, when I say he's a dog about somebody, Breadman goes, Well, you want to know who's a dog? And he sends me this goofy picture of Mike Edwards, and, and I hate it every time. <laughs> I, I, I I picture terrible things happening to Breadman every his time. Pa-
0: um, loves his Packers, loves his Buccaneers, but hates I hate Mike, Mike Edwards. Edwards. Hates him. But, but- I will agree with you. You
3: got to throw last year out for Baker.
2: You do. I don't like Baker Mayfield. I think he's a turd. I I will say. I think I think he has a winner mentality.
0: Okay, he gets I, it done. I love Baker Mayfield. Of course you would.
3: I love his attitude. Of course you would. I love would. his cockiness. I love everything about he's, him.
0: He's, he's, he, what has he done in the NFL? Nothing.
1: Nothing? Nothing. Well, he, broke, he beat the he, Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs. Oh, right. won, in fact, he broke the rookie touchdown record his first year. Okay. And he didn't play the full year What has he done since? He's been hurt. He had a torn labrum. Okay, so this is show. the
2: same argument that we had last week with Zion Williamson. Yeah. But you are saying that Baker's still a dog.
3: Baker's a dog.
0: I don't think so. Carolina I'm, Baker's I'm just, just saying. got a home for one year. That's all there is to it. He's got a home for one year, and he's going to be a backup he, after that.
1: Has something to prove. And he strikes me as the kind of guy that will prove it.
2: He had a lot better weapons in Cleveland than he has in Carolina. I agree. 100%. I agree. The defense is
1: a lot better in, in Carolina. But it all hinges
3: on the health of McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I think D.J. Moore and Christian McCaffrey are better than any weapon he had in Cleveland. But that's only
0: mm.
1: two. Better than Nick Chubb. Yes. Terrence Marshall is going to be. Terrence Marshall going to step gonna up. Good. Robbie and then, Anderson's going to be good. Robbie Anderson hates it. Did Robbie Anderson go back to. Yeah, he's in Carolina. I did not realize that. So, I will agree. Robbie Anderson hates everything. Past his prime.
2: I will agree that it makes Carolina probably the second best. Didn't they team. draft a new wide it receiver? It depends on. I
3: thought that was Terrence Marshall.
2: What no, happens he was last year? What happens in New Orleans? Right. Uh, they're definitely better than Atlanta.
3: Jameis is behind schedule.
2: But with that being said, Carolina without Baker was better than Atlanta. Atlanta's bad. Atlanta's bad.
0: And yeah. not only that, they've got Matt Corral just sitting there waiting. Well, and that's what
3: Baker's
1: going to do. He's <clears throat> going to give him that time to wait. He's going to come back. Matt Corral is in uh, Carolina. Carolina. I yeah. thought he went to Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta was Ritter, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Yep. Desmond Ritter, who
0: I think was and a they fantastic. Did, they pick, did not. By the way. They they went. in the draft they went O tackle, Corral, linebacker, edge, guard, and quarterback. No offensive weapons. As a young person, you know, for a, for a young offensive weapon, I mean, they've got DJ Moore. Robbie Anderson, they've got the Trimble guy at tight end. Steve? Um, Steve. (laughs) Not Steve. He's he's (laughs) at the softball field. Oh, okay, got you. Different Trimble. And then their defense is nowhere near what the Browns is. I mean, they
1: had a really good defense last year. The problem was, is 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 they couldn't freaking stay off the field because the offense
3: couldn't stay on the field. The defense is really young, too. Well,
2: I will say Baker's success is going to hinge. On how healthy Christian McCaffrey is, one hundred percent. I would no agree with that. And I would agree with that. You have a, an injury-prone running back with an injury-prone quarterback doesn't spell success in Carolina.
1: Is the Is I don't believe Carolina is a Super Bowl contender. No. no, but I do believe that Baker Mayfield will do everything in his power to prove the critics wrong.
0: The only thing I will say is. This is the best quarterback that D.J. Moore has played with. So, Crazy camp? And, and he has – he's got all kinds of talent and has had no one to throw it to him. So, that's the only – And he's still on him. the top. He still no one Yeah, I don't think he he's does. been below. He still has him. no one to throw it to him. Matt Corral,
1: maybe. It, it, I agree. It's yet to be seen.
0: You it's know, yet to be seen. You,
1: and he's, what do you think it says about Matt Corral, though?
3: Well, I think the plan all along was Matt Corral to sit. Yeah. I don't think he I was... think
2: – well, and because Matt, Matt Rule had come out and said that Sam Darnold was the guy. Like, he, he yeah. still believed in – nobody believes in Sam Darnold, okay? Sam Darnold's trash. I think if Baker can take Carolina to 500, it would be a successful season.
3: I think they're on the edge of the playoffs.
2: I don't think so. But But I think that would say more about how down the NFC is than how good Carolina is if they're on the edge of the playoffs.
1: Yeah.
3: Do you know who the real winner in all this is? Tampa. Geno Smith. Geno Smith's going to be the starter in Seattle. He's going to be. I've been preaching it all along. He's going to do it.
0: He's going to be the Eventually. starter. And he's going to I play think Drew Lock starts the season, for four. though. I think Geno I think the it's year. opposite. I think, I think Geno's going to start. And then about four to five games in, they're going to go – Wow. Pete, Pete Carroll Gino has
1: said, has Gino's done. the guy right now. He's ahead. <laughs> they're just
0: tanking. Pete to Carroll get needs a, to go away. They're just tanking to get a That's what they're going
1: to do. They're going to go get a top pick, and then Pete Carroll's going to be gone. They'll bring in a new offensive guy with a new quarterback, and it'll all that. be a rebuild. Yeah. So, next topic. Do we have another topic? Is that it? That's the yeah. news?
3: Yeah, whatever you want.
2: And that's the way it was.
1: Now for I the rest that.
2: You probably do. You I watch like- Walter Conkright and his bushy mustache.
0: <laughs> Black and white. Change the channel, son.
2: And that's the way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like it. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: do you did you all have the TVs where you had that where you the, were the remote control? No.
2: No. We had things called remote controls. Yeah. No. no. Moke controls, as we say it here in well, Appalachia. Like,
1: the TV that I had in my room was black and white. And my dad was sitting in the living room and hollering. You go in there, yeah, dad, what's up? Yeah, can you change that over to channel three? <laughs> yeah, dad, I wouldn't do nothing. <laughs> ka-boom, ka-boom, ka-boom. They only had, what, four or five channels on the whole thing? It was the, and then the, you had the U. Well, you had two
0: knobs. Yeah. And so you had the two, three, four, five, six out here. Yeah. But then you had the one down here that had... To sixty or sixty-five, and it—the first one would go click, 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 the other one would go (laughs) like you're winding up a uh, wind-up toy.
1: Yeah, I remember that. I know,
0: I know. I mean, we basically have had flat
2: screens my whole life. (laughs) Look at the time. We we had a
3: box TV. I'm
2: gonna take a nap real quick. Well, I mean, it is almost that time. My goodness, (laughs) when you don't get here till you know, where's my pudding? Where's
1: my pudding? So it's Uh, just a boys' club.
2: I like that pudding. I'm the ESD of LWC, so it's fine.
1: Yeah. So, NBA free agency would be atrocious if we weren't talking about Kevin Durant at all. Because it has been the most boring NBA free agency Hey, real quick,
2: before we talk about Kevin Durant, have you ever seen that Joker without shoes on? His feet look like Fazoli breadsticks. <laughs> yeah. I've never in my life seen a human being have feet like Kevin Durant.
3: <laughs> I've never heard somebody's feet Compared to Fazoli's breadsticks I
2: Look at Kevin Durant without shoes on Tell me that Joker doesn't look like Fazoli breadsticks on his what feet What size shoe does he wear?
1: Like a 47 I don't, I don't know but I think Caitlin and I found his shoe When we were on vacation Oh
2: <laughs> Size 17 I mean you seen a couple years ago in the playoffs <laughs> at Whenever he uh, <laughs> shot that three Had he not had quarter mile long feet His foot wouldn't have been on the three point That's line And it would have
1: been a three That's true yeah,
2: that's true. He wears size 18. That was pretty wow. close. 18 in breadsticks. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I'm telling you, dude that's has... That's like
1: three breadsticks.
2: Dude has breadsticks. I'm going to find the picture. You
0: all keep talking about Kevin Durant, and I'll find his breadstick. Picture. Old Kevin breadstick Durant.
1: <laughs> well, so where is he going to be eating breadsticks at? Because he's requested a trade, and I don't understand why... That the nets feel like they have to feel obligated? Oh my lord! <laughs>
0: <laughs> look at that! Where's that's not right. <laughs> it it has to be the ankle. It looks oh like it's goodness. hinged in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> if look at the ankle,
2: it looks like it folds up and it meets the shin. He tucks them away look. at night. <laughs> look.
1: Whenever whenever we post this show. On, on, breadsticks on, on step. you're going to have to share that picture oh, the name on.
0: of this show is Kevin Breadstick Durant <laughs> I mean look yeah
1: that's just stupid that is, that is unbelievable it's not
0: normal it looks like a hockey stick actually <laughs> he's got hockey sticks for like legs butter cover.
1: what in the age double hockey sticks is coming <laughs> on just
0: <laughs> Kevin Durant's <laughs> over here <laughs> <laughs> double hockey sticks you're
1: <laughs> in oh my gosh
0: Shift, change. Oh,
1: that's my goal. So, the Nets feel obligated to take care of Kevin Durant. Like, why? What's he done for them?
2: Well, so first question I have is, what changed? He chose Brooklyn. Is it that they're not committed to Kyrie? Or is it because of Kyrie?
1: I think it's Kyrie's not committed to Brooklyn.
3: Well, I think he's come out and said that he would still like to play with Kyrie. But Kyrie opted in, and it was not two days later. KD requested. play. Yeah, I try. think
2: the opt in by Kyrie though is just he is a is a formality. Now he can he's opted in, so he's got guaranteed money. So whenever he gets traded, by oh. the way, he
1: opted in on Twitter. Like nobody, like that's how the Brooklyn Nets found out. Is like, oh hey, did you all know that? Kyrie opted in, yeah, he tweeted it out.
2: Sean Marks is sitting there like, who, by the way, was a terrible basketball player. Terrible. And he's and he's proving to be an even worse general manager. I'm like, how do you be a, such a bad NBA player and you're an even worse general manager?
3: He had a lot of personalities in Brooklyn that just don't work. And, but it was never going to work. No. So, the
2: problem, I think ultimately Kyrie... For Russ, is the deal done? Because the Lakers are the only team that shows interest in Kyrie.
3: There was a story that came out today that apparently San Antonio is going to get involved. They're going to take Russ, give the Lakers no, give Brooklyn some assets, and then Brooklyn sends Kyrie to L.A. I,
2: I would listen. I, a, I would pay money to see Pop and Russ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
3: <laughs> I'm thinking guns on the sideline right there. I'm talking man. about a clash of styles.
1: <laughs> Holy <laughs> Because
2: Pop is, but maybe that's Wes's, uh, R- 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 Russ's thing. I said Wes, maybe that's Russ's thing. Jimmy Butler always got a bad knock because he was supposed to be a bad teammate. Well, he was not a bad teammate. He just expects a lot out of you.
3: He just wants to win. He wants. So, he's got a lot of Kobe in him. when So it
2: comes maybe to that kind of I mean, I mean maybe maybe Russ has a little bit of that. Maybe he's not a bad teammate. He just, go to war. He just expects you to play a certain way. So maybe Pop and
3: him might be a marriage in heaven. Yeah. And but they, they did just trade both their guards, right?
2: They did. The Spurs. I mean, they traded Giante Murray for Gallinari, who then subsequently was released, and Boston picked him up, which is a fantastic move.
0: You know, yep. the Spurs have not been right since they have not had a good point guard. You know, they went they went from Tony who was before Tony Parker. Oh
1: good. Uh Avery, Avery, Johnson. Johnson. Avery Johnson.
0: So like, they, Avery had, Johnson. they had a
1: <laughs> Avery, Avery. But he was
0: really good for that team. And Tony Parker was really good for that team. You know, team. Pops
1: Pops like to play me at the point god, uh, then I went on to Alabama.
0: <laughs> so yeah, he'd have to change his accent
1: uh, just to go to Alabama. I think, so. I
0: think so. So I believe
1: I'll cut that part out. Uh,
0: no, no. no, no, no. We
2: we need the Avery Johnson. So I think I think KD gets traded. The problem is, is KD, depending on who you talk to, is the top three at worst player in the league, probably in the world, okay? So, Brooklyn's just not going to give him away.
3: Mm-hmm. They well. want
2: to return, which is why some teams have, um, have kind of backed away. You mentioned the Toronto Raptors. They would have to give up some of those assets you talked about. But, but probably yeah.
1: Siakam. Yeah. You know, and maybe even Scotty Barnes. Uh but apparently Scotty Barnes is their line. Like they, they don't want to come off Scotty Barnes. So you
2: know, you, you 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 look when you have to give up the the, the package that it's gonna to take to get K D, does it make you better? So, you know, in Miami, you know, they want of course everybody wants BAM. Yeah, you know, I'll take BAM. Well of course you'll take BAM. Um I think if he goes to Miami, which ultimately is where I think he ends up, but I think it's a Jimmy Butler swap. I think Jimmy Butler goes to uh, Brooklyn. I think that's the only way. And he may take Tyler Hero with him. And and I don't think
1: that makes any sense for Miami.
2: I think Pat Riley wants Kevin Durant.
1: Because Miami is literally a shot away from the NBA Finals this year.
2: I mean, would you argue Kevin Durant's better than Jimmy Butler?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I Jimmy sure so. Butler played insane in the I, playoffs.
2: I, okay, I still think Kevin Durant's better than Jimmy Butler, and Tyler Hero was hurt the whole playoffs. So you take those two off, add Kevin Durant, you got a pretty formidable team there.
1: Yeah, did Lowry resign or is he gone again? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, but
2: um, I've heard interesting teams. I've heard the Denver Nuggets are
0: in play. Oh, for... I mean, there's everybody. There's a new one today that said that he was uh, interested in going to the Warriors. There was one to the Lakers. There's one to the Jazz. There's one to the Raptors. There's one to the Heat. I mean, it's basically you, the we Suns. just talked about the Suns and the Pelicans, the Pelicans, the Spurs. If you're the Pelicans, or if you're trading with the Pelicans, it
2: has to involve Brandon Ingram, right? I mean, I'm you not taking that. I'm not taking or Zion. They're yeah. not. I don't think no, they move Zion. No, not with
0: that. Well, I've, with the contracts already in place, they could. But I, that's they want to put somebody with Zion. I think Brandon Ingram. If I could
2: get Brandon Ingram out of out of New Orleans, yeah. plus some picks, if I'm Brooklyn, I think I'd do that because Brandon
0: Ingram's a stud. That's the yeah, thing. He's it, a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> you know, if the Nets are looking to, to to totally rebuild, why wouldn't you just do it with a Jazz that just got four picks for Rudy See, Gobert as we talked about last week? But I don't think they want to
2: rebuild. I think they want to try to maintain as best as possible. I don't think they. I had. I think they have no intention of blowing it up because if they did, then I mean they would give they would give Kyrie away for pennies. Well, I was gonna say they're blowing it up because they're looking to move Durant, in. But Durant and But I think they're. Kyrie, right? But I think they're hoping to get not just assets and draft picks. I think they're hoping to get players. Right?
1: Well, I mean they have Ben Simmons that will apparently play. really. For sure.
2: Is it, but <laughs> he, he's apparently can but he? hit the bar of the ball. I was going to say he's a point guard no. who willingly set out all last year mm-hmm.
1: and doesn't shoot the ball. He has no place in the NBA. The, right. Did Somehow. you say today that? Did I hear you say today that Philadelphia was back? Oh, Philadelphia the uh, But
2: they said it will have to be at least Tyrese Maxey. Right. Well, obviously, more if like more than but adding Philadelphia. So, Philadelphia is already loaded with James Harden and Joel Embiid. Adding
3: Kevin Durant there makes zero sense. And that is why Kevin Durant and James Harden didn't get along. Right. I don't think Philadelphia is even in the running.
1: So, I don't know it, how they can afford him because James Harden took a pay cut to bring in a couple of key pieces that they felt like they needed. Not gonna like the fact that he took a pay cut and then Kevin Durant comes in the in So the front let door. me ask
2: you this question. You keep hearing Boston's name brought up. If Boston were to trade for Kevin Durant, it would have to at least include Jalen Brown, right? Yes. And I would
3: do that in a heartbeat. Would you? I would get rid of Jalen Brown and draft picks. So the, the But not Marcus Smart's where I draw the line. I name. was you know, gonna say, it.
2: I think it would to go to Boston, I think it would have to be Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart.
1: Yeah, no, but you can't do that and picks. Right. No, you would, can't. No, it's too much uh, because Boston was too close,
2: and yeah. almost the most laughable one outside the Lakers. Because I think watching Kevin Durant and LeBron James together would be the most hilarious thing going. It would. It would be better than you know than than primetime television because you know they're two ball dominant players that the ball has to go through their hands. There's only one basketball on the floor. They're both going to get mad.
3: And Did you see where the Lakers draw the line in their trade talks? Uh-uh. THT, Taylor Horton Tucker. They said they wouldn't trade him. And that's when kind of trades broke down with L.A. and Brooklyn for yeah. Kevin Durant. That's
2: hilarious. But almost the more laughable well,
1: one. And they have- get away every other role player and draft pick over the
3: last five years. The more laughable one
2: to me was, you hear the Golden State Warriors. They're not taking Kevin Durant back.
1: But
3: they're the only ones that got the haul that Brooklyn wants. I know. Uh, they're the only two. But I
2: don't think I think you talk about drawing line at players. I think Draymond and Steph draw the line at KD. We can trade for anybody else. I ain't trade for that guy, because I don't think KD likes to play the way that Draymond and Steph play.
3: Yeah,
2: and I mean they've, there's already been beef between the two before. Which
1: I told him the other day. I said, hearing what I've heard, like, like the Warriors just won. And they're already getting, you know, pushed back. Going, oh well, they wouldn't have won if Milwaukee had been healthy. But you know, I mean, Milwaukee. What I mean, dude, they were two rounds in where they lost. I'm like, Chris Middleton Right. Hurt.
2: Yeah, he was a key. He was a key player. He, he is.
1: Was. He is. I told him I was like, this is not me jumping on the bandwagon, but I'm a hundred percent rooting for the Warriors just because it's like no respect whatsoever for what they've done over the last eight years. It's like it's almost to the point of where Michael Jordan retired for two years and someone else won. The Warriors team was hurt for two years and somebody else won. But, I mean, they've been in six finals in the last eight years, and the two years they weren't there was everybody was hurt. And I I just think.
2: Well, are we close to the Kevin Durant
0: saga being over? No, no, because it. I mean, one of the reports I just read talked about the Nets are not thrilled with the packages that they're getting from these teams. So they're. It's very possible they don't get anything that they want. They'll ship Kyrie out and they'll just say Durant, keep playing, you're under contract.
1: Well, I mean, I were they're trying to accommodate him. I think it's kind of kind of that point. It could get to the point going, look, Kevin, we want to take care of you, but nobody's offering anything that's worthy of shipping you off. Right.
2: It surprises me that a team like the New York Knicks haven't tried to jump. in. They don't in. have anything. They're well, like the Lakers. They got RJ Barrett. They got RJ, but you could package you could package Barrett with like Randall's
3: contract. Yep. Or Mitchell Robinson, even. <laughs>
0: I, I like Mitchell Robinson. I do too. Uh, <laughs> do you know that you he see? was? Do you know that he was the in, first? A, he's the first draft pick in. I can't remember how many. Twenty-eight years. years. That has yeah. That has signed the second, a second contract. contract with the Knicks. Yep. I mean, how poorly is that team ran? That that tells
2: you how bad the team is.
1: I'll be honest with you. There's only about four or five teams in the entire league that are ran. Accordingly, but the, the, the Celtics, know. the Warriors, the Heat, looks like the Bucks have their head on straight. The Raptors seem to be pretty good at it. That's about it.
0: You know, it, it that's, Portland's
1: awful. The Lakers are awful. The Clippers just want to spend money on players just to be doing it. Everybody thinks that they're going to win just because Kawhi's hurt. Man, they ain't been crap since they put that team together out there.
0: We kind of went over that with our contract uh, episode, yeah, and and how poorly ran teams are, yeah, not just in the NBA. It's a lot of, I mean, Major League Baseball's got a lot of. Yeah. So I got a, so I got a question for y'all before we move on.
2: When the dust settles, where do you think Kevin Durant ends up, Adam? Toronto, Toronto, Phoenix, Phoenix. Do you mean you go over the teams I, in the NBA again? No, are you forgetting? I just.
0: I, honestly, right now, I think he stays with the Nets.
2: I think he ends up in Miami.
3: And Kevin Durant is so soft. He's not going to go to a team that's going to get bad publicity. He's he's soft.
2: Well, he is soft, but he also is ring chasing. So, he's going to go to a team that is going to put him in an opportunity to if win. If they'll pay. If they'll pay. That's I why think, I think
1: the Suns have a great opportunity. Because they the got to get do. rid of – They got to get rid of Aiton,
2: which I don't understand. It blows my mind why they have to get rid of Aiton. But now, but they're going to have to sign him first. Is that
1: the Bridges that got in trouble, or is it the one from Charlotte?
2: Charlotte. Okay, the one in Charlotte's done. Yeah,
3: yeah. Day before he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, absolutely beats up his girlfriend. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So Bridges and Aiton and some picks, I think, brings KD to to the Suns.
2: My question there is for us to marinate on this. Does that really make Phoenix any better?
1: I think so.
3: I think so. Do you think so? You put. You got to have somebody though coming that's going to replace Chris Booker Paul. can't be
1: the only one to hit shots. And it seemed like I mean,
3: gosh, he was terrible though that when, last series.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, like when when Chris Paul. Turned 37 years old in the series. It's like he was a different person. It was so funny. Father Tom's undefeated for yeah, a reason. He is.
2: Yeah. And that's that's what we say about all these, all these great athletes that stayed too long. And I'm afraid Chris Paul maybe has stayed too long. Yeah.
3: I think his best basketball is probably behind him. I think he probably should have walked
2: away when Phoenix lost in the finals. Yep. But... You better believe. Is this he? This is his last year in Phoenix, right? His contract's
3: up. I think so.
2: You better believe that he probably plays at least one time with LeBron.
3: Sorry, I'm watching Wes fix try, his bifocals. Try, try to read. read
0: try <laughs> listen, to read out the bottom. Uh, listen, I'm not going to bifocals. <laughs> That's the last thing I'm doing. I will lift my glasses up until I am 80 years old. Well, not was put there. the line in my. In my uh, glasses, I'm not feeling it. The unveiling of the of the new logo.
3: What do you
0: think? I think it's pretty great. I think that's pretty great. <laughs> that's solid. Let me let me let me take a gander at that.
1: I've got this <laughs> this part now. No, I think you leave no, it. No, you yeah. gotta leave it. A so, live just, reaction.
0: Just give a, a overall what you what it. Look looks at like. that mug.
1: No, no, that can't. You've Gotta say it. Oh,
0: you gotta, gotta say it. A, a, a look unveiling. At that, look at those two together. Look at that stud that's right beside of you. I know Sean yeah, does look I mean, good. This, what? <laughs> Sean looks good there. I like my hair. And
2: your beard has never looked that glorious. It's I'm not, just letting it's you know. Never looked glorious. Like that. In in granite, it looks fantastic.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because, like, I really didn't know what to expect. That's great. So he managed to put together uh, ex- oh, just more say than who. what I thought. Say who? Uh, Doug Halliday, Roy's brother. Roy. Yeah. He Roy's is. Uh, you know, it's funny. He's from Canada. From From Canadian. He's Canadian, eh? <laughs> yeah. He's from Canada, uh, eh? You found him in your Roosevelt's group. I did. And he is an artist for uh, WWE and some other. He does all kinds of of artwork. Yeah. So. When he's not at Tim Hortons. Right. Horton, here's who. Right. He's had a a rough uh, week or so, but uh, Doug, it looks fantastic. And we cannot wait to uh, unveil our new logo.
2: Coming in three short weeks. I mean, I totally, in that picture, look, you know, you can totally tell that I'm 260 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. <laughs> Katie Crouch over here, she <laughs> dumbfounded. She doesn't even know what to
3: think. She has no words right now. No, no words. words. And for all of you out there who have teenage daughters,
2: that's hard to do. That is hard to do. She's speechless. She's speechless. Utterly speechless and red in the face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so on to the main topic,
3: the main event. Bing, bing, bing.
1: No. So the U- uh, USC Trojans and the UCLA Bruins are going to the Big Ten
2: because the Big Ten has. California
1: love. Now, here's the funny thing. I heard somebody earlier in the week say that USC is going to the Big Ten. UCLA is following. 100%. They're (laughs) riding coattails. Yeah. So, we are headed towards towards two Super super conferences.
2: I heard Kirk Herbstreet, who, by the way, has the greatest job in sports. All sports, not just college football, all sports. He gets to talk about college football all week long and gets to call the best game of the week every week. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he works from home a lot. He does a lot of research and all time into it. Dude's on the road like three days. And he gets put up in five-star hotels for a guy that's never done anything other than play at Ohio State. Now listen, I'm not knocking the guy because I'm sure it's very hard to play at Ohio State. I've never played at Ohio State. But Herb Street, you would think the way that people treat and talk Herb Street that he is like a Heisman Trophy winner, is like won the national title at Ohio State and all this stuff. No, he didn't. But Herb Street said he thinks we're going to two power conferences like the AFC, NFC, and the NFL, and we're going to essentially have NFL pro football on Saturdays. And Sundays. That comes straight out of the Herbster, Herbie himself.
1: Well, it's it's headed to that way because you, you're gonna have you're gonna have some teams that are just left out in the cold, mm-hmm. right? And it looks like Clemson might be one of. I don't think so. Clemson's SEC bound,
2: but. I was telling Wes today, they have uh, and I and I could not find that word. Basically, there's like a like the an agreement that you're committed to the to the conference. That runs out in like twenty-four or
3: twenty-five. But if they add if the ACC adds schools, they can scrap that whole thing immediately. They can't. Because the grant of rights or whatever. The grant that
2: the grant of rights. That's yep. what I was looking for. So when the grant of rights is up, they apparently have to renew it like every so year. I guess it has something to do with television.
1: Yep. So, are you saying that if the ACC was to bring West Virginia and Oklahoma State in, yep. that, that the grant of rights goes away? They could rip that up, rip up the TV contract,
3: and come out with a new contract. So, here's what so I So, that think. would be the opportunity for Clemson, Clemson and, and Florida yep. State and Miami to both.
1: I think we are. But, you, like, North Carolina's got to go too, right? Sorry. I was finishing the thought there.
3: Yeah,
2: in the middle of mine. That's fine. Finish your thought.
1: I was just saying, I think North Carolina has to go, too.
2: I think, since let me piggyback off yours, I think wherever North Carolina goes, Duke has
0: to go, too, because they're going to keep that basketball. But they they want that basketball game. So, saying all that, and I was reading a little something before I came, I don't think that it's – and we talked about this, and we totally thought that Clemson and Florida State's going to SEC. I don't think any of that changes. Well, um, I think the ACC is staying together. They're going to add some people uh, because not only are we talking about Clemson and Florida State and Miami, and North Carolina's been better with Mack Brown. Virginia Tech is the one that no one says, and they would be left out in the cold. They're too good of a school all the way around, football school especially, and basketball, they've been pretty darn good the last four or five years uh, with I think, uh, no, Buzz is not there. Buzz is in the SEC.
3: Mike White.
0: Mike White just went there. That's yep. right. Um, um, That's a terrible hire. He's but, awful. He, well, he does
3: pretty good with them. He's terrible.
0: But I don't, at that, at that point, when you start talking about those football teams, I think that ACC is your other super conference, along with the Big Ten, along with the SEC, along with the merger of the Big 12 and the Pac-12. So here's what I think happens, okay?
2: I think there's not going to be any major moves for, for, for a while. I think the Pac-10 is going to scramble and add two teams to get back to 12. I think those two teams are probably Boise State and let's say Colorado State, okay? They're the two closest. They make the most sense. So let's add Boise State and... <coughs> I think if UNLV was better, I could see them adding UNLV to get into the Las Vegas market, but they're not. So uh, let's say Colorado State, Boise State. Those are going to be the only moves, at least through football season. We're not going to even hear anything else about it. The next big chip to fall is going to be Notre Dame. Notre Dame makes a lot of sense for the Big Ten. But to piggyback off what Wes said, I could see the ACC make a huge push at Notre Dame to keep them, because I think if if the ACC can reel Notre Dame in, then it keeps them a conference. Because then I think at that point, Clemson is like, you know, maybe we got something here. I'm not leaving. Florida State doesn't leave. So then, potentially, if that were to happen, I think at that point, then you look at a Pac-10, Pac-12, Big 12 merger. You have the SEC. You have the Big 10. You have the ACC. And basically, each conference gets to 16 to 20 teams.
0: And those are the only... 80ish teams that matter in college football because Notre Dame Notre Dame at this point has to do something. They cannot stay independent. Yeah. They they're not going to be able to make a schedule year to year with super conferences because nobody's going to want to play Notre well, Dame as their other two. As one, of, as one of their other two games because they're going to go to nine-game schedules. Right. They're Well, they're, you're, you're, you're going to play
2: nine conference games because let's say, we were talking today, let's say the SEC goes to 20 teams. You're going to have four or five-team divisions inside the SEC. You're going to play the four teams in your division, and then you'll play another division. So you'll play nine conference games every year. That leaves you with three out-of-conference games. You're not going to schedule powerhouses those three out-of-conference games. Mm-hmm. So,
1: not not if you uh, don't well, have to.
2: Not if you want to make a bowl. Yeah. And so, with that even being said, you look here locally. That puts the Kentucky Louisville game in jeopardy because I can't see either team. I mean, Louisville doesn't want to. I mean, we've owned Louisville in football the last couple of years. They don't want to schedule Kentucky if they have to play nine conference games because it's like, well, we need you know we we need to schedule teams that we can beat. Right. So, I think the biggest domino next to fall is going to be Notre Dame. If Notre Dame goes to the ACC, I think the ACC can stay intact. If Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten, which I think makes the most sense, because that's where USC goes, you keep the Notre Dame-USC rivalry together.
1: There's five teams that they have yearly rivalries with in the Big Ten, Ten, and then USC added to that. And then – if somehow, some way Stanford comes, that's another you know, so game.
2: I think if Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten, and I think Notre Dame, we we find out what Notre Dame probably does in the next year or so, because like you said, they're going to have to, you know, to either crap or get off the pot. Like either either you become a big boy and get in a big boy conference, or you go you become irrelevant.
1: Well, the money's going to they're not going to get the money. Right. I mean, they're going to miss out on conference money is what's going to happen.
2: So, if Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten, then we're headed to two super conferences instead of four power conferences.
1: So, crazy thought. I heard this on the uh, ESPN uh, U radio station the other day. There's actually speculation that football in itself mm-hmm. will be completely separate yep. from everything else. All the conferences will stay exactly the same in every sport other than football, and it it's just going to be football.
2: Well, and I mean, because it doesn't make sense. Think about it. How much sense does it make for Penn State's gymnastic team to have to travel on a Tuesday night to Southern California for a meet? Or the softball team to have to, you know, like, it doesn't make sense logistically.
1: Well, there's already colleges, smaller colleges, that are cutting programs like that or they're sticking them on a bus, or they'll be like, you can only go within X amount of miles to compete. And that cuts things out that completely. Right. So, well, you know, I
2: mean, and, and and when we get to limiting that, we're actually, with this new football re- realignment, we're looking at you not even getting to play every team in your conference, which yeah. is crazy to think yeah. about. But you think about, like, men's soccer, for example. There's not a SEC men's soccer conference. There's not... So like Kentucky's men's soccer team plays in Conference USA. I did not know that. Yeah. So yeah.
1: so of course not being a soccer fan. But I, like
2: you know, wouldn't. So there are sports already that are kind of doing that because there's no other they actually just switched to the Sun Belt last year. Did they switch? Okay. So so there's already some sports that they're having to do that. So it's not crazy. Yeah. But football as we've talked about for several shows drives the bus they make the money they make I mean as football goes so does your university but we're getting and I think when this happens and I, I think that's the way we're going I think we're going to have football be a completely
0: separate entity than the rest of college sports I, I mean it just just in this case here just what what you said football be totally separate Kentucky's soccer team has to find a different because they don't have SEC men so they but they still say regional. They picked the Conference USA for many years because it was still regional. Then they moved to the Sun Belt this last year. It's still regional. It makes all the sense in the world for football to break off, still funnel all their money to the universities. But all the rest of the sports play within their region, within the big Ten, right within their you know, I would imagine that basketball aspect. would still would still travel. I don't know. That would be interesting because, I mean, it, what's the – what's
1: Well, who wants Duke football?
0: For a home you know? game. But I think you want Duke football so you can have Duke basketball. That's what I'm
1: saying, though. I, like, I,
2: But I you just, also no. – Duke football's down. You also got to have some conference games that you feel like you can win. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's crazy to think that if the SEC goes 20 teams and you've got four divisions of five, mm-hmm. it could theoretically be four to five years before Kentucky and Alabama play each other. Right. You know, and then another. I mean, it's just kind of crazy. Well,
2: so I think let's let's go with let's go with West's scenario that we stay super conferences, power conferences. So we'll keep the Big Ten, we'll keep the ACC, we'll keep uh, the SEC, and we have the Big Twelve, Pac Twelve merger, which makes sense
0: because it's it's logistically feasible. And let's say and travel to one another, except for West, except for West Virginia, and I think they break off. I think they could get into the ACC if they add in.
3: I'm gonna say no one. Clemson's probably gone. I, as a West Virginia fan, I would rather stay in the Big Twelve, Pac twelve, than go to the ACC and just travel. It's I mean, a better it's, conference.
2: So at that point, that's when we have you know if they stay, you know if it's four four uh, power conferences, I think they go to sixteen teams, sixteen to twenty, but let's say so, so that's sixty four teams in college football. Um, and they're going to do a – that's when we see a 16-team playoff come around. That's whenever, whenever they break away because, and because football – He was
1: close on the votes this past time. Football right. is going
2: to be ranked, like like what Wes said, football is going to be ranked completely separate. I think we get a football commissioner, and then we get an NCAA commissioner. They've been talking about Greg that for Sankey. years. Greg you know, Sankey.
1: it's really funny, but didn't they extend that next vote for the conference tournament till like, 2024, 2025? When the media
3: deal runs up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Think about what else is going to be done by the time 2025 rolls around. Texas and
3: Oklahoma, and SEC, USC, UCLA, Big yeah. Ten. Yeah. Pasadena,
1: yeah. California. It's all gonna, I country. mean, It'll all come together. 2020. Right. <laughs> what would you say? If we would have said that 20 years ago,
2: you're like, man, look at that. Can you believe? I'm looking for that USC-Ohio uh, State regular season matchup. Yeah. Man, USC going to Happy Valley for a whiteout? My God, man. That's,
3: that's got to be a whiteout game.
2: Oh. But, like, let's go to Pasadena. That's Big Ten country. We play Big Ten football over there.
3: <laughs> right. What? UCLA Rutgers noon kickoff on ESPN2. <laughs> Holly Rowe calling the game. <laughs> it's so bad. But, like, like –
2: you see it and you're like that doesn't make any sense like why would anybody do that and then you look at it and you're like because now the Big Ten is stretching literally from C to C yeah now you know teams like Ohio State and Michigan Penn State were able to re- re- recruit C to C anyway because you're you're a brand this helps your smaller schools there's a lot of there's a lot of talent in California there's a lot of talent out west that doesn't have the opportunity to play at a big school that could do an Indiana, a Maryland, a Nebraska.
1: NC State's a good football team too.
2: So I listened the other day on ESPNU, and they played um, they played college football tender. So he took, I think the host had 12, 10 or 12 teams, and two guys, one guy played the SEC, one guy played the Big Ten, and you swipe left or swipe right. Listening to their logic, one of the teams that the SEC said that he would be interested in talking to was Arizona State. He said, "You look at them sports wise; they're a pretty solid program, but they're in Phoenix. That's a large market. So it there's here we are talking about this, and we're kind of playing we're kind of playing checkers, right? These." Like school presidents and conference commissioners are playing chess. They're thinking moves ahead. They're not thinking, okay, well, it's gonna like Arizona State's not going to bolster SEC football. They'll be middle of the road at best. I mean, they're basically Missouri and Kentucky. But Phoenix is a ginormous market. Um, you know, Oregon. Who's gonna go after Oregon and all that? All that all that Nike money you know that's a, you know that's a big market you got up and comers like utah and then you got your schools like duke and kansas well they're trash in football nobody cares about duke and kansas but i mean i know being a duke basketball fan uh, i'd like to see i'd like to see kansas in my conference for basketball i'd like to see duke in my conference for basketball because that's big money yeah
1: so and I mean, you got Oklahoma State floating out there too. Uh,
2: Oklahoma State is. I think. I think Oklahoma State. And what about Baylor? Becomes the, the like I mean, the in the pack in the Pac twelve Big Twelve if they stay together. Like yeah. I think they like teams like that is who they hitch their hitch, hitch their wagon to. And it's like yeah. you know you're, you 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 got to rise and be and be the top dog. I t- told West, I said, what's going to happen is nothing's going to change until. The college football playoff, the four-team college football playoff. We have two Big Ten teams, two two SEC teams. That's where we're headed. Mm-hmm. I mean, Clemson has a shot, but when 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 the uh, move of USC and UCLA, Texas, Oklahoma are complete, what school outside of the big of, of the Big Ten of the SEC has a legitimate chance to make the
0: college football playoff?
1: Oregon and Clemson, probably it.
0: Well, then. We've circled back around to Notre Dame. And Notre Dame. So those are the only only
2: Washington maybe? No, maybe. Not anymore. I mean, they've made it once. Once. Okay. That, not anymore. But so you have a hand out so when this moves complete Cincinnati it, made it once. That's true. And
1: uh, Utah I, possibly.
0: But there's not many. Yeah.
2: Most of your playoff teams are gonna come from those two But colleges. everything
0: we've just said, mean all those teams we just said they have to get into one of these conferences that are being aligned in the next two years. Well, they have to.
1: The one thing for sure is that if Utah or Notre Dame or one of those schools don't go to a conference, it's going to be virtually impossible for them to get one of those four spots in the playoff. Well, that's it, why I it, come back to – It's all going to have to align to like a perfect record.
2: That's why I – I, I come back to the biggest piece of all is going to be Notre Dame. Yeah. Where Notre Dame ends up, because I think ultimately they're – and I think they know they have to choose. Where they end up is going to determine whether we have two super conferences or we're able to stick to four power conferences. Because if Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten, the ACC, Big 12, Pac-12 are done. Because the SEC and the Big Ten are going to absorb everybody that they
0: want and we're going to have two super conferences. Not to bring up – I mean, but I even if you have four, you know, regular conferences that we basically feed out of now for the football, you're still going to be – there's still going to be a super conference compared to what they are now because they're still going to add two to four teams by the time two years rolls around. So, I mean, you're – you know, you could easily have – it's not going to have – Two super conferences where you're going to have 24 teams, you're going to have four conferences with 20 teams. So I don't think it really matters because we brought this up. You brought this up just a minute ago. The it's not going to be four. It's not going to be the final four. It's going to go to 12, 16. or it's or it's going to go to 16. One of the two. I think it's when going it, to happen.
2: I think when it moves, I don't think it goes to eight first. I think it moves from four to 16.
0: That might I think be the second. Is more
1: likely, four four buys and then eight teams playing down because I mean, they're not going to want to extend it another week.
2: Well, no, I mean, um, mm-hmm. bowl season takes how long? Four weeks?
3: Yeah, it starts. I think December eighteenth or something like that, and it runs through January sixth.
2: So, I mean, we're looking at roughly roughly four weeks. You could play a four uh, a sixteen team tournament in four weeks. I mean, it's no different than the regular
0: season. Right. So I mean, uh, but that'll be the second. That'll be the other bigger domino that's going to fall, other than Notre Dame is Notre Dame goes somewhere. You know how many teams are going to be in the playoffs? I think when we get consistent
2: Big Ten SEC teams in the playoff, like it happens two or three years in a row, then you're going to have your other teams like,
0: well, what about me? What about me? What about me? I think they're going to change that before all that happens. You think they see the writing on the wall? Well, I think I could
2: also see that we break off, and and maybe it's not just football. Maybe it's football and men's basketball. Maybe they're the ones that break off, um, and and they're their own entity. And then you have the rest of college sports as their own entity.
0: You're getting into a problem then, though. How does the money get funneled into? It goes person? back
2: to everything I said. Everything about college sports continues to be yuck and gross and nasty. So. I wouldn't expect this to be anything different. I think we are headed to some gross things that are gonna happen.
1: Well, I'll say this part of it. I hate this going on. I I'm gonna I hate the fact that we're looking at doing two conferences, that it's we're gonna have twenty five teams at each conference. I I think the the true, the trueness, and the uh, history of having these conferences the way they are, the tradition. I think that's, I think that's all going to get thrown out the table. Uh, they, it's you know, gone now. Well, so
2: I heard something. I heard something pretty, pretty, pretty remarkable. That, like, it wasn't earth shattering, but the way that he said it. You know, you you talk about all this all this expansion. When you look at Oklahoma and Texas to the SEC, like that's not really expanding because the SEC was already getting players from Texas because we had Texas A and But the Big Ten going to Southern California, that's expanding. Yeah, that's expansion right there. So hey, so. We think that we are starting to go a direction that's going to – but you talk about that tradition. We're we're going away from that. It's done. Right. It's going to become a production. Essentially, like Kirk Herbstreit said, it's going to be professional football on Saturday.
1: Especially where the NIL comes in. Mm-hmm. You know. That, we're going to get
2: – I mean, I would venture to say when all this is said and done, football on Saturday will be just as good – as football on Sunday.
1: Well, for a podcast that started out as a wrestling podcast and it's kind of transitioned over to sports, I got a feeling that we're going to talk about this NCAA football stuff for a over long and time. And over
0: and over again. Yeah. Well, but, and,
2: and then when this college football game comes out next year, If you're not able to do conference realignment, they are 100% missing the mark. You remember that segment we used to do, missing the mark? EA Sports, you'll be missing the mark.
1: Well, you're right, but I was just sitting there thinking about that a while ago. It'll be like, oh, well, we'll fix the conferences on next year's edition. (laughs) Or
0: you have to buy the expansion pack. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it'll be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so there's hundred dollars for the for the game and then another fifty dollars for the expansion pack. Yeah. So,
0: so this
2: isn't on the agenda. And I think we've pretty much, you know, talked about the commentary alignment to for one for today. For today. It'll come back up. So there was a picture that was sent in our text thread about the all time starting five. And we had four schools. We had Duke, Carolina. Kansas and Villanova mm-hmm. I'm really bothered by that and we haven't talked about this in great length I think it kind of it kind of popped up there were a few things said about it and then it kind of went away I'm bothered by it's it, it says all time it doesn't say in the last 10 years okay that Kentucky was left off the list okay I don't know that they trump any of the four that are there all right. I think it should be, I think they could have put five there. I think you could argue that UCLA deserves a spot on that on that thing. I would I would safely say in college basketball, those are the probably five or six blue bloods going on. Mm -hmm. There's there's a lot of really good teams, but there are only five or six blue bloods. So that was my first problem, is that I don't think it was
1: if it like I think their thought process when they posted it was essentially kind of over the last 20 years or but so. But then they had Wilt Chamberlain in Kansas. Right. And Danny so, Manning. So if you're looking at all-time, Kentucky has, has to, to be, be over there. the top now, of Villanova.
2: And and I 100% could have seen if it was the last 10 years, last 20 years, maybe leave Kentucky off. Yeah. I, I could see that. Sure. But you're talking, it says all-time. So that's, so, so that's my first problem. My second problem is Villanova, you look at their lineup, it's all last-decade players mainly. And plus, Ed Pickney. And Carrie and Kittles. Yeah. Ed Pickney and Carrie Kittles and, and three players that were in the last of Duke. Yeah. Like, listen, those five guys aren't beating all-time greats from Duke, Kentucky, Carolina, or or UCLA. Well, well Carolina wasn't on there.
1: Yeah. But, oh, the, yeah. It was Duke, Carolina. Bill and, and that Brown. was one of the arguments that I had that, you know, old Adam Duke uh, Muncy over here was defending. In an all-time thing, Kyrie Irving over Bobby Hurley – doesn't no. make sense. I also agree. But it's like is it college versus or, or pro? No, if you're talking about a career. I think it's college. That I can understand how Kyrie cuz he's got the NBA championship. But if you're talking college, there's no way that Kyrie Irving was better than Bobby Hurley in college, and there's no way that Zion Williamson trumps Elton Brand over that
2: either. So, I'm looking. I just I I, I just pulled it up. It says the all-time starting five for Duke is Kyrie, J.J. Reddick, Grant Hill, Zion, Christian Later. I'm not sure how Shane Battier's not there.
1: Which was another one that I brought up. Who are you going to put him over? He, mean, he's
3: not going over Grant Hill. They play the same position. No, it, I mean, why, can't
0: we, why can't we move Grant Hill down to the two? Why can't Zion be out of there? Zion played, oh, no. Zion 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 played one year. And did not and did not make a, a final four.
1: They didn't even go to the Sweet Sixteen, did they? Elite Eight.
0: They did go to the Elite Eight. Right. So, I think you could argue
2: that. I don't know that Kyrie deserves to be up there with Bobby Hurley, and I hate Bobby Hurley. I'm uh, not a Bobby Hurley I guy.
3: love Bobby Hurley
2: as but, you should as a Duke guy.
3: But you gotta think both of them at their top. Athletically, it's not
1: close. But I mean, yeah, but Bobby more, Hurley has two titles. Yeah. And. Because Christian Leitner. And was the, the driving force. Now, look, like what well, Bobby Hurley has that Christian Leitner don't have. He was the point guard on the team that beat the Dream team in the undisclosed area. That was Bobby Hurley. That wasn't Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner was on the Dream team. Exactly. He was the only college player on the Dream team. Exactly.
2: So I'm not arguing Christian Leitner. I think he deserves to be there. Grant Hill deserves, Grant Hill deserves to be there. JJ. I don't
3: know, man. JJ Reddick? Yeah, JJ Reddick. Who's the only player I would add on that list if we're adding anybody would be Jay Williams.
2: I would probably put Jay Will over Kyrie um, Irving.
3: That's but all I still I, I will
2: argue and I'm not a Duke guy. I argue that Shane Battier deserves to be on that list.
3: Shane Battier was good. Not good enough for that list.
0: I'd argue that Grayson Allen was as good as J.J. Reddick.
1: I couldn't think of his name, but no. yes, I was thinking of him too. No. God,
0: He makes me puke in my mouth. That's gross. I'm just
2: telling you. I, I hate it. Like, my stomach is upset saying that.
3: So, and who's your Carolina line? Just for that, the group text is getting blown up with J.J. Reddick highlights from Duke now.
2: <laughs> well, that's okay. Dude dunked one time in his career. That's fine. So, here's another interesting thing. The all-time North Carolina lineup doesn't have a point guard. You have Michael, Vince Carter, Antoine Jameson, James Worthy, Tyler Hansborough. So there. So I think we're thinking about it that it has to be point, like it has to be position players. I don't think we have to put position players on there. So when you think about it that way, I think that you could make a case for more players to be on there. Now, when I'm thinking about, uh. North Carolina okay. players.
1: I would put Rasheed Wallace over Hansborough.
2: Tyler Hansborough, he has like,
1: he's got North Carolina. Fans yeah,
2: I think like, I think you could potentially make the case for Sean May over Tyler Hansborough. But Tyler Hansborough like when he's kind of kind of synonymous. Like it's
1: well, Tyler Hansborough, the 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 vision that I have in my head, Gerald Henderson split his
2: nose wide open. Yeah, like. he
1: deserved every and, bit of and. And him still playing. Right. I mean that was that was a an iconic picture.
2: I I I kind of have an issue with Vince Carter being on the I think Vince Carter's best time was in the pros over college. Fine with Antoine Jameson, fine with James Worthy, fine with Hansborough, obviously fine with Michael. Um I could probably see see Rasheed Wallace being on there. Um maybe a guy like Sam Perkins.
1: Wouldn't Kenny Smith make sense too? Maybe, yeah.
2: And then you got if he's going to have
1: a point guard, he would be the point guard, right?
3: right. I can't really, I can't
2: really I
1: argue think with point,
3: Kansas's point guard. Would be Ty Lawson, probably. Yeah, or Ty Lawson would be good, or Raymond Felton. Probably Felton. Yeah,
2: probably Raymond Felton. Uh, Kansas can't really argue with theirs. It's Mario Chalmers, Paul Pierce, Danny Manning, Joel Embiid, and Will Chamberlain. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who I Ray Fluffrence. I mean, you're like, well, if you're going to put Rafe LaFrance
0: on, who are you going to take off? But the point you're making. Is why isn't Kentucky on this? Uh, 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 grouped into this, you know, four, this group of four here, right? Because they put when they put Wilt Chamberlain on Kansas's team, you open up a door to a plethora of Kentucky players that.
1: You put date all the way back to the fifties. Yeah, back you when you put, were a boy. You put right. all those you put some back of those together
0: along with, you know, some somebody like Tony Delk or Travis Ford or somebody like that in, at point guard. Oh sticky fingers forward. Or or Kyle Macy or Richie Farmer at point guard. I mean, there's so many more names. As we've said with with Duke and as um, we've said with North Carolina, I think you put a starting five together that that is as good or better than any of those four.
1: I mean Pat Riley was the point guard. Especially back, Villanova, back today, wasn't
0: he? Pat Riley was their you know point guard at the time. Yes. And then you look at It up. would be
1: hard to do a five for UK. I mean it there's would because a lot there's, of there's so many there.
2: and the and the talking point that we have is Duke basketball was nothing prior to Coach K. Prior to ninety, Duke basketball was middle of the road. So you can only go back Duke basketball about nineteen ninety. Yeah, you had the,
1: fair. Uh, oh yeah. You had the 100%. one final four in, in like eighty six when it was UK, uh Louisville, Duke, and I mean the other U,
3: UK beat them in the championship in the seventies right. too. Yeah. 70s. But I mean nobody wasn't no. Coach K there though. Oh no, he didn't get there until the eighties. Yeah. Joe no, Willis was part of his class. Nobody
2: right. of note, really.
3: No.
2: Um and then you look at Carolina. Carolina was good, but were they really anything before Michael came on the scene? Not really. No. Um, uh, Villanova. I mean, they got carried kittles in the and by the way, he has one of the longest faces I've ever seen on an individual. <laughs>
0: I mean, look at that dude's mug. He's got a, oh oh long face kittles there. That yeah. looks like this is about as long as Kevin Durant's foot. Yeah, I was gonna say oh. you put Kevin
1: Durant's foot on him, That's more funky looking
0: dude. But that so that's my biggest two
2: problems. One is I don't think, you know, when you put the word all-time, it's hard to leave teams like Kentucky and UCLA off that list. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah.
1: And then that's just somebody that's not a Kentucky uh, Kentucky fan that's putting that list out.
2: Right. And then I think you could argue and and I think there could be arguments made on both sides that
0: maybe the right five weren't picked in the starting lineup. Wait, I didn't even see who put this out. Sports Savages, Sports Savages. No wonder Kentucky's not on here. It's just like old oh boy that you like to share. Big, to game, Boomer. Big Boomer. game Boomer, Big Game Boomer. He them. put some wacky crap out there, and you're like, "What in the world?" And all he wants, just like Sports Savages, is click, 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 click.
1: Big Game Boomer is better. It works. You got it. You just gave him a shout out on our podcast. I did. You're welcome. Big Game Boomer shout us back out. I'll send you an address for the check.
0: Right. So.
2: Before we close out, yeah. I want to try a new segment that I thought of. Okay. Overrated, and underrated. Okay. I'm going to throw some things out. You all tell me if you think it's overrated or underrated.
0: All just everybody at once. No, I mean, you can go. I mean, we could, but then it'd be like, so.
1: That's what's good about it. And it's random topics, right?
2: Well, it's going to be summer desserts. When I think of summer desserts, okay. All right. So I'll throw out. My first one, banana pudding. Overrated, underrated?
1: Underrated. Underrated. Overrated. Okay. Why do you say underrated? I don't know that there's much better than banana pudding. Okay. Same? Can you make it bad? Right. And, and since we have Caitlin here tonight, she makes a really good banana pudding. Well, we're going to need one next week.
3: Okay. I say overrated. Why? The vanilla wafers is the best part. I can eat those by themselves.
0: Okay. All right. Banana pudding for Adam. That sounds like that sounds like a typical West Virginia. I like, I like vanilla ice cream like Sean and eating um ruffles. Right. No salt potato chips. <laughs> no salt oh, c- <laughs> No taste potato chips is what it was. Hi, my name's Bland.
2: <laughs> Bland. So second, homemade ice cream. Overrated, underrated. Overrated. I, I think it's overrated too.
1: I couldn't tell you the last time I ate it.
0: So overrated. Yeah.
1: Overrated. Overrated. I can't.
0: I can't. I hope my dad is not listening to this because he takes pride. Does your dad typically listen? No. Okay, this will be the one episode he does. <laughs> I'm sure he will. You're probably right. Papa Crouch. We're sorry. See on
1: Facebook. We're tagging him. So he, you need to listen to this.
0: No, <laughs> my mom is. Um, uh, and he'll share. She'll share it. Um, uh, she he makes a orange crush sherbet. Like during, you know, homemade. You know, he puts puts it in the thing. He doesn't crank it. He's got the, you know, hit the button and but it he goes used to by crank it. And he, you know, puts the ice in there. and Does the rock salt so it so it get. It's just okay. Listen, I tell people, I
2: Overrated. don't have the time or the patience to wait on this ice cream to be done when
0: I can go to the WalMarts and get me a whole quart for two bucks. By the way, go to Kroger, get their private selection. Bourbon butter ice cream. Is bourbon good? butter truffle ice cream. Is it good? It is the best ice cream and it's private selection Kroger Yeah,
3: it, ha- it has to be good because it's from the truffle hunters.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. That's what they're trying Does to it hunt taste for? like bourbon? Uh yes, it does have the hint of bourbon. Yeah, I
1: probably wouldn't like it.
0: All right. Not
1: that strong. Well, not everybody's an alcoholic like you, Wes. And the pictures <laughs> sending a picture out there in front of his eighteen <laughs> bottles of <laughs> just a collector. And Neil, I don't know if you noticed
3: or not, but Air social media influencer, she was getting really excited when Wes was talking about, you know, some family ice cream recipes.
2: Right. She's like, I may get those recipes. Well, one day. Maybe they'll be in the Crouch family cookbook. Oh, my gosh. That we get as a wedding gift. You can- <laughs> well, I'll share that one with you. You can just put it in your cookbook. Thank you. I will. So, last, fresh fruit cobbler. Overrated, underrated. Disgusting.
1: Wow. You you, you just mean like a regular fruit cobbler? When
2: I think of summer, I think automatically of peach cobbler. Yeah, underrated.
3: Underrated. I'm not a fan of cobbler. I'm not either.
2: I'm not either. Why are
0: you not a fan of cobbler?
2: If I had to eat a cobbler, it would be peach cobbler.
0: Have you not had blackberry cobbler? I don't like blackberries. Oh my also, goodness gracious! Like
1: Listen, I promise you, if there's a place that's serving blackberry cobbler, I'm eating it, it. Doesn't matter how full I am. No,
0: with a, with a, and yes, it's got to have vanilla ice cream inside of it. I will agree with. A, uh, but there's nothing better in the summertime mm. than a blackberry cobbler. Have you tried? Because obstacles? it's not just the blackberries. <laughs> because <laughs> blackberries by themselves are good, but they're not great. But you got to put sugar in it, and when you do that. It's heaven. A good ice cream sandwich that's got just
3: enough crunch to it. Mm.
1: Blackberry cobbler would be number one for me. Cherry would be number two. And then probably peach or apple would be. See, third. like
2: I think an apple cobbler is just it's an a messy mo- apple pie. I was gonna I say, say an apple pie is like cousin Eddie. Like, it's doesn't, like it doesn't like it's somebody who messed up their pies. like look at that, apple. <laughs> apple. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be no, it's apple cobbler, obviously. <laughs> like so, but if I'm gonna eat a cobbler, it would be peach. Get out of that snots, snots, <laughs> snots. That's me slapping snots hands for trying to get out of the apple cobbler. Snots is his daughter, your sister in law. Um, <laughs> so they have. <laughs> and then, my last is going to be all-encompassing. The ice cream truck. Overrated, underrated. Oh, overrated.
3: underrated. Underrated. Oh, we've had Underrated. This underrated.
2: Overrated. Overrated. Because, no! listen... Listen, for seven dollars, the the Scooby Doo ice pop that I can get from the ice
0: cream truck for seven dollars.
2: You know how many of those I can buy at the Walmart's?
3: It's about the experience,
2: though. It's yeah,
0: good ice cream. Really? You're in the house. You're in the house, and you're bored, and you've already had dinner, and you're like, oh, and then I'm you hear, gonna, and then you hear, oh the saints, go oh, march it oh, in.
1: I'll tell you why it's overrated to me. It's not even good. It's because I got to walk a quarter of a mile to get to the darn thing. Right. No, no, no that's when it. you're you're going like oh, this. no, they I mean, don't come down the our street. They come to the corner. You got to walk all the way to the corner. I'm well, not doing. No, you need to move. I think they come right to the driveway.
0: I think it's overrated. Because what's better than getting either? And we've had this discussion. What's better than having a Batman uh, uh, popsicle? A you mean where the dip? eyeballs are supposed to be here and they're all like
3: cockeyed? <laughs> At least they're chewing gum. They're chewing gum. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so Which was that I, thing that I attempted to so chew a couple cool. weeks ago. It was technically chewing gum. So
1: what's better? Batman? Ninja Turtle? Spider-Man. Spider-Man? SpongeBob. SpongeBob? SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Uh, if I'm getting anything off the... It's going to be a Rocket Pop. That's what I'm getting if I'm getting it off the truck. We but get the, those from the wall. But they also
0: have the ice cream sandwiches that are a little cheaper. Or they've got the drumsticks.
1: I like drumsticks. The drumsticks,
0: drumsticks are really are good. good. Now, they will to have drumsticks or King Cones... With the chocolate on the inside? What do y'all think chocolate about
1: the Choco inside. Taco? Choco Taco. Okay, so, so the, do you get ice cream every time that it comes by? Every Adam? time. Every. A, and that cost you what? About thirty bucks. Thirteen fifty. Oh, and and it. is that
2: three? That's you and the two boys.
3: Yeah. So the girls are out on the ice cream truck. Oh yeah,
2: they don't because do. does your wife take the same approach as Sean's? Like I ain't walking out
3: there. <laughs> <laughs> she sits on the porch and watches us. <laughs> us. And I'm like, you want anything? No, nah, I'm good. My
2: kids every I time they're like they'll hear it and they're like I mean you they guys look at, at me and I'm Disney like it
1: cost you seventy bucks to right
2: like, I have to get a second mortgage on the house <laughs> like the ice cream truck and he comes down the road and I'm like go on
3: <laughs> so we'll be sitting Adam inside He's just right. parking in front of your house going I ain't leaving
0: until they come out Adam, Adam turns around I mean Adam uh, Neil turns around and points to the freezer and goes there's our ice cream truck get in it right
3: our kids will be inside and somehow they'll hear the Saints go marching in boom. Uh, one day they're going to run through the screen door. Yeah, and then Adam
0: follows them out, going, Whoo! "Oh, yeah! there's dancing going on."
3: <laughs> I, and we've been known to drive around the subdivision to see where it is and how much time we got.
1: <laughs> so that
2: is our I overrated, underrated. I like segment. that segment.
1: I, I do like that segment.
2: So, so, and you know, moving forward, it could be players, it could be teams, it could be movies, music. No, really. Topic is off. Limits. Wedding songs. Wedding songs. Father daughter dance songs.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Wedding cake flavors.
3: Oh, how many layers to a wedding? Day? Right.
2: Bridesmaid dress colors.
3: Oh. <laughs> what season <laughs> to
1: get married?
2: Oh, seasons. Mm-hmm.
1: Indoor or outdoor. Well, yeah. destination vacations. I know for a fact no. Caitlin doesn't like those. I hate
3: those. You don't like the destination no. weddings. It's too much money. That's cheaper than a real oh, wedding,
0: though. It's cheaper than a real wedding. I wish I would have done it. I, I 100% wish I would Shelly, have done it. Shelly,
3: if
2: you're listening, Wes would like to renew his vows. You <laughs> all go on a destination wedding. The MoCo Four Horsemen will join you. I'm actually a licensed
3: ordained, uh, minister. ordained minister. Oh,
2: I've already
0: told Allie that you know, you're hired. Huh? So uh,
1: uh, I'm i doing the flower, the flower guy stuff. <laughs>
0: With the fanny pack?
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you've seen the video. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I get to pick the song. Are you okay with this?
0: For my wedding?
3: Well, I mean, who else's wedding will be talking about? Alex, obviously. Yeah, oh. he's, gonna
0: do it for he's
1: gonna walk me down the aisle. Well, I'll and move. throw flowers.
3: <laughs> I'll I'll be I'll be
2: the <laughs>
1: <laughs> one one handed because I'm holding you with one arm and throwing flowers with the other. So I mean right.
2: basically here on from Corner to Corner podcast. There's no topic off limits. And occasionally, we do play Love
0: Connection. And I think there's a love connection. I mean, I don't think I don't see why we can't just put a slash and say from corner to corner slash wedding planners. Wedding planners. I mean, we've planned weddings. Uh, we're good. We can do it all. Can do it all.
3: Jack of all trades. That
2: is one reason why we are the number one podcast that comes out of Mount Sterling at 3 a.m. on Saturday mornings.
3: You're right. You're right. Beautiful.
2: Undisputed. No doubt.
3: If you want to dispute No diggity. Black <laughs> Street. Play on, play a 24
1: days. Summer Slam is coming.
3: Man, <laughs> Man what a car ride that's going to be. A-
1: and not wait. I think we're listening to this episode on the way down. By the way,
2: Whataburger is now in Nashville. I'm more excited about eating Whataburger than I am going to Summerslam. It is a little out of the way. I don't care. I'll drop
3: you off the stadium. <laughs> what? I'll go get Woodaburger. How far out of the way are we talking?
0: Uh, might be like a twenty minute drive. Oh no, that God. ain't nothing. Me. Oh,
1: okay. You're talking about I mean, You're talking, you're talking about, about Orlando professional driver you're here. You're talking about
0: <laughs> listen,
2: he's more from the hills than I am. I lived twenty minutes out of town when I grew up. So you brought
1: thirty five to a Walmart where <laughs> I was.
2: Like if you wanted to get anything that
3: wasn't mama cooking.
1: Well maybe we'll get lucky and it'll be close to the um uh, Top oh, well, <laughs> Golf.
3: The new hotel.
1: Or the new <laughs> hotel that we had to bring. <laughs> Right, that was Top close.
0: Golf. <laughs> Topgolf is close to
2: the stadium. Okay. I've 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 called King Henry. He hadn't got
0: back with me yet, but I think he's gonna go top golf with us. Nice. I like it. Nice. And John Chena. Mm. John Chena. Yeah. <laughs> You have a big mouth, John Jane. And, and, and Baptista. Batista. No, not Baptista. It's Babatista. <laughs> How many brain cells you have, Babatista? John. Oh, 21. That's not many. John not Jana. many.
2: Santino Morella is fantastic. Yeah,
1: he's a classic. Well, another great show, guys. And uh, I look forward to next week. So Stay safe, friends. allegiance to the podcast brought to me by the MoCo Four Horsemen, for which I rely upon my weekly entertainment, for the love of all things fun, with opinions, facts, and jokes aplenty, just like Sex Panther Cologne, 60% of the time, we are right, every time. Amen.
3: Woo!